Tuesday night, Kensington, Maryland. Joined by my good friend Kevin Ricca. Smells like Cupid down here, bro. I think laughing in agreement. Really? It's Tim Strachan. What's up? Special guest in in studio all night long is our good friend Kevin Ewald. Good evening, sir. Special guest is a sad way to put it. I mean, ten people would had to have canceled to fall down this low. Let's just say someone who was available uh, on Valentine's Day. Uh, Story of my life. Absolutely. <laughs> Join us in the basement. <laughs> and I'm Ken Marangolo. This is The Audible. This is uh, off-season on the brink time. Uh, we, we'd like to, at this point, welcome all of our Hogshaven family. Um, we would like to spend some time each week talking about uh, <clears throat> what, we like, what I consider to be an off-season on the brink of something great. Um, I knew that the title would be apt in a, in a number of ways. I mean, there's few things putting politics on the side that are as high drama it, than the Washington Redskins turning a situation that has no business being high drama into something, like, insanely high drama. And, they have, and they've done nothing, on one hand, and, th- and that's been enough, on the other hand. It's ridiculous. Well, it's, it's a show about nothing. <laughs> it's a show about nothing. You hope, but with the but the fan base is in full, like I off know, season. I know fervor. Yeah. I'm not. No, 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 no. But I think a lot of them are. This whole drama going on with what's happening in the front office and who's saying what and who's not allowed to say what. But you know, I mean, it's it's getting out of control. It's the old drama that we used to hear all the time. But it's always been validated in the past. Well, the dysfunction <laughs> in the front office uh, in the past reared its head on Sundays, um, which in any organization, problems at the top find their way of you know, filtering through to the bottom line of the business. And in football, the bottom line is wins. We had a losing front office. We had a losing team. I, I think this is a winning front office. And I, I, you know, T has rightfully pointed out that uh, McLovin has – if you're going to grade him, if you had to grade him today on some of the decisions he's made over the last year and a half, they, they haven't panned out at this point. Um, I, I think for the long term, we're, we're, we're positioned well. And a long-term deal with Kirk Cousins, just to get right to that, it would, would, we would be Happy Town USA immediately, overnight. It, 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 it's such a crazy idea like if I, just imagining if we if we announced that they signed a long-term deal with Kirk Cousins what you would think about the Washington Redskins from the inside and the outside but for us you know on the inside of the fan base for example but if you woke up and that that was the news you have your people who aren't sold on Kirk Cousins but they they would still recognize and appreciate the value of the long-term vision and and, and the the stability and the people who are all in on Kirk Cousins are going to be over the moon because they're all in on Kirk Cousins. I mean, it's, I feel like it's win-win. It, 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 it signals ahead of free agency that this is a place you, that you want to come. If you, you want to come and sign a four- or five-year deal, you want to come and play with Kirk Cousins and Josh Norman and Trent Williams and Brandon Scherf and, you know, um, Ryan Kerrigan, and, you know, for, for Jordan Reed, um, Jamison Crowder, you know, for the next four or five years. It's not a bad place to be, and they just need that one thing to happen, and, and it's not what's happened yet. I mean, if that domino falls, I mean, you're talking about you're, you're talking about lighting a fuse that hasn't been lit in this town in decades. You're essentially saying no news is the worst thing for the Redskins organization in the offseason because then the fan base and the pundits and everybody who's talking about it has to have something to talk about, and then you're starting to hear all this that's where the drama comes, you know. You want them to announce it's, today that it's going to be Kurt, and he's he's got the long term contract, and he's signed. It puts it all to bed. But that, there's a reason why it's not happening. Maybe they want to tag him first. We can't even tag him till tomorrow. Maybe that's the game plan. There's a lot of competitive football minds here. It's not the old regime. There's a bunch of guys with big ideas in any corporation. These guys with big egos and, and, and smart football sense, they're going to collide at some level. On how to move forward, this is the most important offseason we've had in forever. And I don't necessarily think. I mean, I'm not necessarily believing that there's some fraction in the in in the in the top brass that's 
you know, about to explode or spill over or somebody's going to get, you know, canned or have to leave. I'm hoping it's what you're saying, Kevin. I hope it's everybody has a role. Allen's, you know, taking the pressure off of McLuhan to to make the decisions and the team that he's using. You know, you know what I mean? I, that's what I hope no, I'm it just is. saying it could be. It could be. But it's if football. that's what it is, why isn't somebody coming out it. just saying it? Maybe these guys are going at it. Maybe these guys have, uh, you know, different ideas. Maybe these guys are going at it. That's and then not they a have bad thing. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Rick, if you tag a guy for $24 million guaranteed, that's almost a third to half of your signing bonus. Why wouldn't you talk to him, at least talk to him, to get some numbers crunched? Well, apparently we haven't talked to him in, what, 10 days? Ten days ago, ten days ago, we heard we, they hadn't spoken yet. Correct, right? Around you know, uh, Senior Bowl, uh, maybe something has happened. I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not running for the hills with the rest of the Twitterverse and all the Redskins, you know, back and forths because we haven't heard anything yet. I'm letting right. the off season it, unfold. There's still there's still a lot of ways this could go that end in awesomeness um, for us and. So there's no need to to freak out the but the and it's not the Redskins' fault that they haven't signed him yet. Uh, that the, they can't announce the signing. Don't announce the signing. So you get the signing done. This is a hundred plus million dollar business negotiation. Both sides are going to play close to the vest. They're, they're, both sides are smart, and I, I hope they don't don't drag it on. But to me, I think everyone kind of knows what the going rate is. There's a the, you know. The, there's just facts of life in the NFL. We know how much the, the salary cap is going up. We know um, how much the contracts that have been paid over the last 12 months are. We know who's going to be a free agent. You know, right now and in the next couple of years, we know that quarterbacks' values don't go down. So you know what it costs to keep Kirk Cousins. They're, they can say that they're super far apart in, in, in where they are, but at the end of the day, he's worth – I'm just saying they both know what he's worth. They're bo- they, there's a number that will get this done – Right away, that no one's no one's going to qu- quibble with, but but they have to do the dance first. You sound like Sean Spicer defending them. I'm not defending the Redskins. I just, mean, it's just, Kirk. This is a bilateral negotiation between two sides. I, I don't know I, that there is, there is no negotiations. Well, there's of course there's negotiations. You don't think you're saying the Redskins have offered them nothing? Their offer is nothing. I offer you <laughs> zero. Here's your offer. It is nothing. That, is that what you're saying? I'm saying if there's a hot chick, you go up and talk to her, right? You don't just, oh, I'm going to sit on my wait. side of the bar and hope that works uh, out. I like to pose <laughs> back in the day at the, at, at the end of the bar and just keep your boner to yourself. And just, and just wait, to, wait to be noticed. Yeah, yeah, keep your boner to yourself. But yeah, some guys play it different, you know? Some guys play it cool. Some guys get their buddy. To go talk to her, and no, some no, guys, yeah, that's what I was going about to say. Some guys kind of out of the side of their mouth, going, you know, I kind of, kind of, and let something leak. But don't, it's we don't it's have a high in the front office right now, though, do we? Any, any, if obviously none of us have ever known that a hundred million dollars was coming our way, um, you're going to treat that with the seriousness it deserves from a business standpoint. So I give Kirk, Kirk Cousins that, and from the Redskins standpoint, I don't think they have any illusion of what teams are paying for, for top-level quarterbacks, I think uh, they'll, they'll certainly ultimately have to decide if they, what, what they believe about Kirk. I think they know what he is. He's, a, he's an improving guy who's uh, set back-to-back single-season franchise you know, passing records um, and has done nothing but show them that he likes to work and wants to work. That's the guy you invest in. We keep forgetting that Kirk has an agent who may be the guy who's not coming to the table to talk right now because he wants to let this thing play out for a little while. So T, He's got all the leverage. Kirk Cousins, to me, has an incredible amount of leverage because you know um, if, if the Redskins have to franchise him and he plays on the one-year deal, he's gone. Um, so I, I, I do think Kirk Cousins ha- holds a ton of leverage. I, I don't think that he's... Um, not going. I don't think that he's refusing to go, to negotiate because of that. I mean, think about this. He could say, "I'll play for twenty four million dollars this year, and in two years have guaranteed myself forty four million dollars in cash, a pile of cash that is his forever." And still, next year, dip his toes at that point into a, a quarterback market where he will be a twenty five to thirty million dollar guy. He will be a seventy five to a hundred million in guaranteed money kind of guy, based on nothing more than the going rate of top-level quarterbacks between this year and next year, I, if, you, if you offer this guy 24 or 25 a year right now, I mean, it's going to look good in three or four years. You're, going, you're not going to be overpaying at the quarterback position. Uh, and if you're getting a – well, 
I've said Philip Rivers, you know, level of production. Um, but people always wanted to say Matt Ryan, then they backed off it because he got to the Super Bowl. But if you're getting that kind of guy over the long haul, you can win with that. Tony Romo and Philip Rivers have the same exact numbers through their. their I don't whole, blame uh, Philip Rivers is, for San Diego not being to the is, dance. It's 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 a team game. I mean, without a doubt, you don't think their very low ball offer last year says something? No, it, it does. It also it says that they were not ready. I think it does. It does. It says hey, they we were can, ready. We can pay Hainsworth <laughs> again after he did nothing. Bruce is one of first moves right in 2010. Uh, uh, but we can't pay a quarterback. That's actually a good guy, hard worker. Here's here's the thing. I disagree with it. We were public about it, but I also give. I I think that the in my mind, uh, I'm going to give them their their right to pay a guy twenty million dollars to prove it. Uh, to me, it was it really was a win win for Kirk and for us. It put a very motivated player on the field, and he got his money. I I, I disagree with it. Obviously, very publicly, Kevin and I did. I I. Can pull up the week nine game where I, I, you know, beat the drum as loud as I could on Hogshaven and, and uh, for them to just to start negotiating immediately with Kirk Cousins, um, but I give them their right to say prove it. The only problem is he did, so you got to pay him. I'll say this: every free agent that has come out of Redskins Park with big bucks has been flashy. They sell jerseys. They're flashy. Fans go crazy. You, you always bring. But you Kirk think this Cousins is a big deal. doesn't. You think that matters? I think that matters to to Dan. Yeah, and therefore Bruce. No, Bruce doesn't matter. Only Dan matters. You don't think that because he doesn't have the star power right. that they want to sign him to a long term deal. The money that comes from a quarterback is massive, and Kirk does not sell jerseys. He doesn't bring in TV, the massive TV deals. He doesn't bring in the commercials, the Bank of America. Uh, he, he he could with that deal. I think that makes him more marketable. Yeah, I, know, I, I know he's never going to be. He's going to be the good, clean, and wholesome. Don't get me wrong. But you look at Adidas and all the stuff. That yeah, you, but you don't think you can sell jeans? I mean, no, well, I'm not buying I'm not, jeans. I don't want to wear Kirk Cousins huh? jeans. I See, don't. I don't want to wear mom jeans. You don't think you can sell sneakers? You don't think you can sell sneakers? No, no, I'm not wearing Kirk Cousins sneakers either. But business-wise, business-wise, I can see him being the face of a H and R block. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Here, the problem with the problem with I have with Kevin's argument, and where I would disagree is, if if you have a winning team, the 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 high tide raises all ships. I mean, the Patriots' freaking backup left guard is probably making more endorsements than you know half the league. Um, you might not get it out of one guy, but. We'll trust me. Redskins jerseys will sell if we start winning playoff games uh, and maybe hoist a Lombardi Trophy or two. Redskins players will be on, you know, do, doing the discount double check. Uh, you yeah. know, Cole on, Brennan on was TV. one of the top yes. selling jerseys. And look. Yeah, but the converse also <laughs> is when once we have them locked up in here, we've bought so many jerseys. I know I've gone through my Arakpo, my RG three, and my McNabb for my six year old, and that's just my six year old. If I know we got him locked up for five, that's a solid jersey purchase for me. <laughs> it's, you know, it's going to get way more wear yeah. than the previous three. But you, if you were single in 22, would you buy that? Without a doubt, I would. Ah, see, you know, you you know I would. People, if you could see I'm not a face right Hold now. on. I'm not a jersey wearer. <laughs> by, by, uh, you know, I've worn a Rigo jersey. Uh, I was 25. You basically dry heaved. <laughs> you thought about that. <laughs> no, I had, to, I had to sit back and think about it. But I certainly would buy one for my son. You know, there's a lot of dads around here that wouldn't mind their son growing up to be like Kirk Cousins, you know, newborns and guys our age that are having babies. I mean, there's a different way to buy the jersey. Yeah, my 41-year-old ass doesn't want to rock a Kirk Cousins jersey. I, I, I don't. Or jeans or shoes, too. But I know who would buy the first <laughs> pair of jeans and shoes from the Kirk Cousins line. Yeah, that, that's you, dude. Uh, we just yeah, threw it to you. We just threw, you're, sorry, I get you're distracted. Facebook, you're Facebooking that. again. I can't it's right. Let me just say this. Though, that's that what's driving me crazy about this time of year is the negative hype machine. And that's, yeah. just, that's, that's what drives me bonkers. All these people saying, oh, he doesn't get it done at the end of the games. I went through and looked at it. He's got 41 starts. He's got 10 last drive of the game scores that have either put us ahead to win, tied the game up, or gave us the lead before the defense gave up a win. That's 10 last drives and 41 starts. I mean, damn, he does get it done at the end. Uh, I, I know what happened in the end of the Giants game. That gave everyone an off-season of negative Look, fuel yeah. to the you, fire. Let Ten, me, man. Let me Ten ask times. This. If he had balled out in the Panthers game and the Giants game and they made the playoffs, do you think this deal would have been done by now? I think not even going that far, the deal would have would have been done by now. I, I think if the deal is, is going, you know, if it's a foregone conclusion, it should be announced ASAP and done. 
Um, so to, to, to your point before, yeah, until it's done, it's not done, and, and we should be asking why. Um, I do think they're they, they have a, they have a window. I mean, I, I think it's like March seventh, right? March uh, something along those lines, where yes. no one else can touch them. Um, they can really go after each other pretty hard on on at, on contract length and average per year. I mean, it, you're talking about guaranteed money, and you're talking about guaranteed money. I mean, you, you you're I think it's going to cost the Redskins seventy five million to lock him up in guaranteed money, and, and you know what? It might. It might be more than that, to be honest with you. But I, you take that amount of money. Let, let's say it's eighty million dollars, just for, just just for arguments purposes. Eighty million dollars, um, and he's a competent, uh, above average quarterback for four years. Uh, twenty, you know, figure twenty million a year of that eighty million dollar, you know, bonus. Um, I think you're. First of all, I think from a baseline minimum, you're getting your money's worth in, in today's NFL. But I also think if you're going to call this a gamble in any way, like who else would you gamble on besides a guy you drafted and, and, and you have watched up close and personal for every second of his entire professional career, and, you, and you've seen him make the mistakes and you've seen him learn from him? All the guy does is work hard. Man, on, on that note, if you have... If you're on the fence or if you forget, if you have anything that needs to remind you, go and click on, if you've got five minutes out of your life, on him mic'd up at home versus Green Bay. Watch his performance throwing the ball into the wind. Watch what he does. The last time Aaron Rodgers lost for seven weeks, if you listen to this guy on the sidelines, he's well-respected. He's the most honest, genuine goof. I mean, that was a great play. Way to break the tackle. I mean, I get it. He is, you know, he's, he's old school 1950s, my three sons type shit. I, I understand that part. <laughs> I don't think the huddle turned around. I, uh, like, <laughs> I, I know, but, that, but, but watching Jay Gruden come up to him on the sidelines and be like, how did you throw that ball into the wind? And he was like, well, and Pierre did a great job shaking that tackle off. Like, he just, he's that guy. He's our guy. He's, yeah, he's I, a winner. I'm sold on that. I'm yeah. sold on that. I'm just thinking, and the reason I asked that question is because I think that if he did play ridiculous or, or, or at the level that we know already? he can, I think it'd be, it, it would have been over already. Yeah, I think the worst thing in the world happened, and that is he played the same as last year, but yet the results ultimately weren't as good, and it was nah, like... everyone knows our defense totally sucked. Totally our, our defense sucked, no, boys. But I, th- like, I just on. think for the... For it was the, not a for, playoff team. For what Ewalt just said, though, I, I think that was an important point to make, and I do. I, maybe like, it's Dan. Maybe it's Allen. The they're going, they the we can't sell defense. jerseys. He doesn't look good same in gold pants. I, I didn't say he was Peyton Manning. <laughs> That's a different ball game. But but there's a lot more to this. It could be it could be a lot of that. The fact that he's not the marketable guy that's going to be. I mean, you know, he's not the guy that Dan. Yeah, but this, that's, that's this is football. About. I think that's the boner here. I think you know we're we're just a. It, this is about our franchise. This isn't about marketing dollars. We've already won the off season. I think we've grown out of that. Hopefully, they know our fan base. I has. think marketing is the boner that Snyder's looking for. <sighs> All the time. Maybe. Maybe, but he's been silent but douchey, I understand, and he's going to continue to be until he opens his mouth that Ken ever so graciously offered him an invite to do not I, less than two weeks ago. I just think it's an incredibly, you know, boner-headed move to let this contract just, you know, blow in the wind. I, I, I think it's going to get done sooner. I have faith. Okay, I'll, 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 my chips are on um, this happening in the short term. Uh, just so that we can move on from Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm hopeful. I, and can't I, even, I can't even give him my invite yet. But getting taking it back, I guess, to what, what led us into this conversation, which was the idea uh, that a little piece of good news uh, is all it would take to, 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 to sure. write this. Because all, all the, the, the freaking out and the, and the stress is about, as a show about nothing, as you said, Kevin, and, and which is great because that, that's exactly what it is. And as soon as there's something... Everything changes now. That something could be like meteorically disastrous, or it could be something that, you know, sends us all to send us all to the, to the level I we're on. It is. I don't. If you recall, like when we made the McNabb trade, and we were halfway through the season, and we're like, "Oh my God, we traded these draft picks. He's a free agent after this year. Fan base went crazy. So literally, we're tailgating, and they, the deal comes through. We locked them into a." longer term deal and everybody's happy <laughs> so I mean I feel like at that time they were responsive to fan craziness but you know hey I will give them the benefit of the doubt until something is resolved but it could get ba- it could get worse again oh. the hist- history the, the history is what it is 
And that's what's going to drive people to think the way they think. I think on this Valentine's Day, let's focus on some positive stuff. And Kevin, you had a good idea uh, for something that would force would focus There's us two positively. Kevin. Which Kevin, are you talking? About? Sorry, Kevin Ewald. The, the people who are listening can't see me staring a hole into Kevin's face. Uh, your mesh shorts and hairy legs. I don't. If you could close your legs, please. Yeah, actually, that'd really help. Ride up quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Kevin yeah. wants yeah. to know yeah, who you would give a Valentine to at Redskins Park. Start it off. No, here. no. I'm, I'm letting you start it off. Mine is um, it's getting shipped through Redskins Park to Eric Berry. Really? You think we have a shot at him? We've got monies. It's not going to Kirk. Bring in the safety. I kid, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm says kidding the guy that. about the other stuff. Now <laughs> okay. we're going to pay a, no. a veteran, almost past his prime, cancer survivor, all the monies <laughs> who's never played for us. No, well, we were talking earlier. I was like, Malik Hooker, like from Ohio State. Yeah, if Malik Hooker is available, he's, he, he gets my Valentine. Yeah, well, okay. All right, not currently a, at Redskins Park. You're giving me the stink eye. Because he's not in the building yet. Yo, he's in, yeah. he's the, in my the, heart. The director, which is the, the director, likes to, to throw legalese at these questions. So you know, <laughs> I, I'm used to it. But yeah, I don't like people getting all just free with this. I'm gonna yeah. throw all willy nilly, nilly as he's you not said. Not even a redskin. If we had our whistle what sound effect, would you we, give I think we'd blow the whistle on that. Yeah. Well, listen. Let me right. let me help you out. I got one for you. I'm I. I see a guy in the Redskins locker room that I that I want to give a Valentine to. Why in the locker Listen, room? Can it just that, be like that on just, the street or out just came out wrong? There you go. Yeah. You're going Ryan Kerrigan. He's dreamy. The heart, so dreamy. <laughs> to me, it's Jamison Crowder. To me, Jamison Crowder is the guy who I, I as a fan, I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm ready. Duke to, guy, of course. I'm ready to take this thing to the next level. Let's get get into a long term relationship. I think he is awesome. I I. I, as a Redskins fan, he could be a guy we get to root and cheer for uh, at a high level who starts putting up numbers on a year in and year out basis. You know, you know, God willing, with health wise. I mean, he he's awesome, and if they can keep the band together, him, you know, putting him and Kirk together for a career, good things happen Bullerific. as a result of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, the guy who Kirk you know admires and lusts after. Um, is you know obviously Brady and Kirk doesn't lost that for everyone. Let's just that's true. Let's, let's, let's tone that down. You know, let's let's. He's a big fan of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's, that's true. That is true. Kevin always I, and hey, he is. Um, yeah. But on another on another level, Tom Brady, who who is in 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 the Northeast, very JC esque. Um, he's had Wes. He's had Edelman. Obviously, he's had Gronk, he, the, but he's gone through a entire. He, he's gone. He's like basically graduated from one guy to the next guy. I mean, he, right. Brady's played forever, and he won a Super Bowl with all white receivers. That's I mean, that's <laughs> seriously incredible. A lot that of lax, uh, a lax man. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he's ridiculous. But we're not giving him a Valentine's Day. I know he's. I know he's handsome. I know you get excited. There's a twinkle in your eye. T. Before I give my Valentine, do you got anyone that uh, that, that strikes your fancy? I also think Tom Brady's hair at one point was kind of Jesus-esque. If you just want to put that in the, uh, you know. Where does that come from? I don't know. Kevin really got me thinking theological with Tom Brady all of a sudden. Amen. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I feel weird giving any football player or football guy. Uh, you're going to go this route. Like like so yeah. I'm going to give it to. Every organization I've ever been a part of, there's always like that mother hen, be it a secretary, a, a team mom, what? or whatever like that. Whatever, whoever yeah, that person give, is, give us her name. In Redskins, I don't know, I don't know, Wait, but whoever she you, is in the Redskins, the, the team mom. I mean, are you serious? Like, she's she's our our she's she cuts I really the hope it's a, it's a no, male she's very important. That, that person is always very important to every organization. They can they can get people like McLuhan and Allen to get along. You keep saying she. You know, it might be Bruce Allen. Might, all right. be, might be. All right, all right. After Actually. that answer, after that answer, I'm going to go ahead and do something that no one here has done yet. All right. Wish my lovely wife a happy Valentine's Day and thank her for letting me do this stuff and listen to you. Wait, we just were recording earlier. Oh, yeah. Is she at Redskins Park right uh, now? No, no, she's not. not but, uh, my but, but that's before. That's before all, I give. So. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just just in case someone backlogs this many moons from now. Um, <laughs> Skins New Jersey asked a question today, and, it, and it's the same type deal. And I'm going to give mine to Kirk. All right. and, uh, but he asked how and why, and I said, uh, okay. I thought to myself on the ride over here, I figured I'd stop by Eastern Motors, one of Kirk's uh, 
business partners, get a replica Pope mobile, pull that bad boy outside, run underneath his bedroom window, hop out there, John Cusack style, play a little son what are you of a wearing? preacher man. That's not important right now. But I'm banging son of a preacher man yeah, by Dusty are. Springfield over the top. My foster dog will come out the side door of the Pope mobile with a few gifts, you know. A Kumo D. Kangle, I thought would be nice. Um, a How You Like Me Now thing, T. You know, that's your guy. No robe? Uh, fine, I have a robe. Okay, good. Uh, a single cassette tape, I Like The Way by High Five, you know. Double fold here. Uh, we all like that, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, this guy loves a high five party. But there will be another note from a secret admirer. It says on the outside, Mr. Boner. It says on the outside, <laughs> don't, 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 don't choke me up here. The D. The DB, you know, because it's from a secret admirer, but when he opens it up, it will say, Dear Captain. Yep. No tag backs. I, I, I don't know if I can say it out loud. Are you, I don't know if I can say it out loud. Dear Captain, no tag backs. We love you long term. Yeah, we do. We love you long term. You're getting, you're getting emotional. There's a little I know, du- it's it's a just, dusty down here tonight. It's a lump in my throat, man. You don't even think about these it's things. It's a little and, dusty. And what are we going to do without him? What would, you, what would we do on Valentine's they, Day without Kirk Cousins serious. Rex Grossman's heart's still out there for the taking. Oh, sexy Rexy on Valentine's Day. Always makes an appearance in the basement. He cleans up. He cleans up on Valentine's Day. Why is he Day. not on the show? I bet he... <laughs> Rex. The F I'm going long. Was Team pre- last, president. Is that, that the last quarterback we had that went to a Super Bowl? <laughs> I know it wasn't for us. Uh, yeah. 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 Actually, no, Kirk Cousins, I believe he was at the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he pretty, was. I'm pretty sure. Just, you know. Um, so, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> he, he, like, tweeted I, I, from there, I'm pretty that's sure. That's a terrible joke. I, 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 I'm going silent again. I, I'm, I'm backing out on this deal. Uh, listen. Think, you think Kyle sent Kirk a Valentine's? Kyle Shanahan? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, we're not I talking about do. side pieces around here. You know, this is, we're talking about our guy. This is hard. Oh, I think he's like trying to shug, go Suge Knight style it said on K NWA. Plus K. The, the Quiet it said K Whispers. K plus K on the cover. The Quiet Whispers were the Shanahan's always wanted Kirk, didn't want Archie. For that, definitely not that price. Right. So I think Kyle Shanahan is the Suge Knight in this story and is trying to come and be like, yo, let, let, me, let me check out Only that contract. you could compare Kyle Shanahan's <laughs> pencil neck to Suge Knight. Oh, I love it. Well, so who's he holding off the balcony by the ankles? You can run down the list. It's his way of ultimately proving his dad and him right. Oh, yeah. Take Kyle. I mean, it's take the Kirk. last guy you would expect. Take just Kirk be, just for whatever price it is and show that he's... What they were right. Or show exactly how wrong they were. Uh, <laughs> gave up to for RT3 and... Yeah, not them specifically. Obviously, the only, only sport Ken I've played is really beer pong. I mean, you guys have played football. What would that do to an offense? Speak for yourself. Your quarterback and your offensive coordinator. Oh, ask Jordan Reed, who said, "I don't know what we need to do, but we need to sign Kirk." <laughs> uh, coming from his mouth, obviously. Come on, man. That's I just a, signed a five-year deal. Do not leave me here with nothing. Yeah. Pierre, Deshaun. Uh, <laughs> no Pierre, no Deshaun, no Kirk. Vernon, come on, man. You know you're coming. I mean, if they right? have McCoy, someone circling no in the draft, they really like that they know will be there and want uh, to. Would, are you talking about a quarterback? Yeah. Like, so you're talking about either Trubisky or Deshaun Watson. So, so one of those two guys, you have to absolutely fall in love with head over heels. Want him more than you even show. wanted. Yeah. You have to want him more than you even wanted RG3. Because no, you have to give up. You, because you have to give up the guy who just went back-to-back single-season passing records on your ass, to, gave you your first two winning seasons for the first time in 19 years, and is the best player in your offense. You don't have to be top 10 to be good. I mean, I'm saying you're, what you're giving up versus what you're getting is not even close. It's not even close. You can't draft anybody. Anybody who's going to come in and contribute to your bottom line as much as You want me to name all that the quarterbacks that won once the Super Bowl the rookie year? Quarterbacks? Yeah. Name all of them? There's zero guarantee on any of I those deals. And I, and I and hey, Deshaun Watson is fantastic. He's not coming in here and outproducing Kirk Cousins. There's a, there's no chance. I mean, what do, you, right? do I people say that you. about I'm just, Dak I'm Prescott? I'm just saying why is there seems yeah, to be. Yeah, but Dak Prescott sat there untouched. If we play, when we played on Thanksgiving, if that game was played in the mud, he didn't have a dirty jersey. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like to 
I'd like to see any of us in, you know, that have watched any good quarterback come out of college put them right in Dak's place. Now, he was awesome off the field. He was an awesome leader, and he didn't make mistakes. I'll give him that. He was advanced. But you know, I'm not saying it was a fluke, but I'm saying with that run game and that O-line, that guy sat there. He sat pretty all year. Uh, you put him on a different team, I don't think he has that production. Someday I think he's going to be fantastic. And he was awesome this year, but that was a perfect scenario, I believe. A lot of, a lot of things came together for that to go down. Well, speaking of losing uh, Deshaun Jackson and, and uh, Pierre Garçon, I thought it was funny. That, you know, obviously, uh, I think Jordan Reed was like, yeah, I want, I want Garçon and, and Jackson back. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, he, he, like, like I said, he, he's like chained to the deck of, of, of a ship, and it's either like the wait. Odyssey or it's the Titanic. And Guys, wait. We don't, don't know yet. We don't know yet. I'd like to be on the dinner cruise that, that comes back into shore, not the one that hits the yeah. iceberg and falls at the bottom of the ocean. Um, but but I, so we, what I was talking to Kevin about is you have basically you have a chance for uh, some so, some wide receivers to, to get a job. You know you, we have job openings and Josh Doxson is a guy who we have who we expect to to compete for that that spot. And again, when I said before that there's a lot of ways for this to go right for us. One of the ways for it to go right for us is for McLovin to get proven right um, with Josh Doxson, and that. Quite honestly, that has to start this year. I mean, it's it, he's not a bust, but if he doesn't perform, uh, you know, at a, at a meaningful level that he can contribute materially to to, to in games right away uh, in season two, then he's a bust. You know, because because we need it. We need it now more than yeah, ever. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure in that situation. Are you gonna start calling him McGlycan till he? Oh, oh, I'm all in on McLovin. No, I have. I, there's no rift between me and McLovin. I don't report to Bruce Allen. Okay. I don't report to Bruce Allen at all. And and my baby gets what he wants. And if he wants Kirk Cousins long term, he's getting them long term. But unfortunately, with my checkbook, <laughs> we're gonna have to wait for for Uncle Danny to come through <laughs> with the with the with the cash. Uncle Danny. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not boner inducing. I'll agree with you there. It's not. Uh, but at the same time, if he can, if he can stroke that check for 150 million dollars or taking, so, you're, you're taking the boner tuck way too far. <laughs> Listen, he has to, he has to be willing to pay. I think that he is. I, if there's any kind of delay going on at this moment in time, um, it's absolutely possible it could be bad. But it happens to everyone. It does happen to <laughs> it everyone. To everyone. I, 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 I'm hopeful for the best. I really am. I hope, I'm hopeful for the best, and I wanted to ask Kevin, since he's here, uh, went to a lot of games at FedEx. Ewald. That Kevin is, Ewald. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Rick is always here. You just assume that Kevin's here. Um, but uh, I was talking to someone today, a, a long, long-time Redskins fan. I've worked with this guy since 99, one, one company or another. Um, and he's always been a Redskins fan, and uh, we've always had these kinds of water cooler conversations at our different companies that we've both worked at. And we were talking about the the I, I want to say like totally taking the temperature of the fan base and saying that this is the most optimistic we've been as a fan base in, in the last twenty years under Dan Snyder's tenure. I'd ask you, is this? For you, the most optimistic you've been as a fan. How fragile is that optimism? Um, and for a guy living in Charleston, you know, what, what what would it take for you to think about you know scooting up ninety five to start seeing some games again? Because I know you, I know you would, I know you would, and I know that you haven't even been close to that in years. Are you close? To, are, how close are you? Are you to being there again? Like, it kind of reminds me of the Wiz now. Like, I went to so many games during that Gil, Karan, Tuan. I was at all those playoff games. I was Soldier Boy, all that, all in. We almost got kicked out in that Cleveland Cavaliers game with that asshole that Cavs fan. Blaze of Glory. And, yeah, all those games. The Zorn era, like, we were just drunk, dumb, just so Casey stupid. dancing, so dancing. All the way in. Oh, yeah. This Soldier guy Boy. Us over the hump. This guy gets over the hump. It's, I mean, it's. I'm I'm really I mean I'll always come back for games. Um, it's gonna take at least to sniff. A, we gotta get into get past a second round playoff game for me to really be fully invested. 
because there's so much well, not turnover. When you say fully invested, I'm not talking about coming back for every game. If we if we go to the championship game next season, the following year, I would expect to see you at RFK. I well, mean, you know how we always talked about beforehand before we go to FedEx, wrote the checks to go see the Redskins at at Lambeau, or yeah. we're, every year we circle things to go to. That's that's kind of on check until we get some serious, especially when it comes around the playoff time. The road playoff game, it used to be automatic then. Now it's like, mm, there's just, every year seems to be so different on who we keep and who stays. You know, and it's, if you look at teams that are quality, they have core guys that never leave. We, but we, we, we have that now. We have that we now. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan, Trent Williams, uh, Josh Norman, Brandon Sheriff. Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. Uh, Jamison Crowder. These aren't like uh, I mean they're they're amazing players, but they're Josh not, Norman's they're an not A+. like hogs where they're like franchise guys that you know they're ours. Like Trent Williams and Brandon Sheriff. They're not vocal. I agree. They're they're amazing. Pro players. Bowl level, uh, you know, uh, offensive linemen, both of them. And um, I'm talking about a Daryl, a Monk, like some. Well, that, if you're looking for those guys, that that that's a different game. That's a different time. That's a different. They didn't well, a Brady, a Rogers. Uh, you know, there's something I can really attach. Yeah, to. but with Kevin, Daryl, the Daryls and the Monks, sure, absolutely. But they played on a lot of winners, and they, we, they're remembered as being part of a lot of winners. We, 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 we uh, what I'm saying is, we for the first time in a long time, we we just watched two winning team, two winning seasons. Now. Am I going to be the guy who does cartwheels about eight seven and one? No, but would I take eight seven and one over four and twelve? I'll tell you what, Kenny. To answer your question, if we keep like Deshaun or Pierre and Kirk and a lot of these guys, there needs to be continuation from year to year. Pierre, yes. Deshaun, no. There needs to be continuation. Sorry, Kev. Losing McVeigh, you know. McVeigh was gone. I I argue I argue against anyone who tells me that McVay leaving is any kind of negative for our organization other than we lost a good coach. We, uh, good organizations absolutely should be in the business of developing good coaches. Well, I've talked about this when Dallas let Sean Payton go. They could have fired. You don't um, let guys go, man. Guys go. Yeah, McVay's all grown up, and he's all grown up. I he mean, can come back. He was twenty three, right? He's thirty no, years it was, old. It was man. time, I guess. By I the way, it would take another year or two, but. By the way, Kevin. Um, so you would rather like, have McVay wait, wait, and Kevin, Wade Phillips as your as your two top wait, guys right now? Ewell Tarika, no. this is by the way. This segment is is sponsored. We have to take this time out. This sponsor time out uh, brought to you by uh, Gill. Please say Sean McVay. Uh, I'm in LA now, ladies. My name is Sean McVay, and I'm going to kill it. Uh, and, and this was brought to you by the Reams. I believe we call it the Reams of Ass for McVay in 2017 campaign. It's going to be insane. What what a what a ride. He, he, he's not lonely this evening out on the left coast. <laughs> Ewalt, when you figure out what the hell they're talking about, you, would you let well, me hold know? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because, T, you like to include people into your web of we're weird. But I come here every Tuesday to get weird. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yeah. But I'm saying right now it would be a huge boner not to bring Kirk back because if you look really? at the whiz, like you just said, Kev, I mean, a lot of people didn't want to, to, to max out John Wall. A lot of people didn't want to do Beal. We did that. Continuity has gotten them what they're doing right now. The Caps, you know, Ovi, uh, Backstrom, Holtby, uh, Carlson. We've kept that core like you're talking about. And we have five core guys in limbo and, right and, now. And, and, I, and I think this, but this, if we have. And money to spend. If we have these core guys, if, we have, if we have Trent, if we have Jordan Reed, if we have Josh Norman, if we have Ryan Kerrigan and Kirk Cousins as our five core guys right there, man, I mean, that's something. There's a lot to be said for continuity, and those are five five positions to have a core guy that are of uh, the utmost importance. You're entering next season with Sewer Cravens as your strong safety. You're probably you're just saying that's what's going to happen. So um, hopefully, you know, we expect good things out of him. He's a core guy in waiting. He's a core guy in waiting. We expect him to be a starter next year. He, he's our strong safety. Uh, Kendall Fuller, will, he's going to be leaned on to be our third corner. Uh, right away. Um, so these guys, th- these are sink or swim guys. Josh Jackson's going to be relied waiting. on. Th- these are three core guys in waiting. You know, I thought, I thought McLovin. I wouldn't say knocked that. He knocked it out of the park. Um, from a relative standpoint, I believe that he did with with Sheriff and uh, Preston Smith and Jamison Crowder. Uh, you know, specifically, um, the, you know, Fuller, Cravens, and Doxson, They're they're they're. They're guys we're going to be counting on next year, and if they do halfway decently, 
McLovin's going to really look like a genius, and he's going to have an opportunity to add five guys in the first four rounds of this draft. And the reason why I don't care who we draft in the first round necessarily is because this draft is deep in two positions that I really, really want, a, a tight end and defensive you know, tackle, defensive line. We, we can find a guy who can start for us at both of those positions in the first four rounds. You know, uh, classy um, junior and senior guys who fall out of the top couple rounds because of uh, the, the underclassmen who are coming in. Um, in power conferences, those guys can start for us. That's the beauty of having the kind of holes we have. We can get an upgrade for our roster in the second and third round. And if we believe that the guy who's making that pick knows what he's doing, he's going to get the right guy. And I, I don't know. I, I do think we're going to address need and satisfy best player available all at the same time uh, in those rounds. I mean, this offseason sets the next five years. I mean, you look at the Caps, the Nats, the Wiz, they all have superstars that the locker room worships. And the Redskins don't have that. They do it. They have the, the ability to make that happen. We, we, we say, I disagree with that. First of all, we do have a superstar in the locker room on, on the field. I mean, Josh Norman is an, an alien player. He's a one-year free agent's not somebody that has the locker room. Well, he he does have the locker room on the defensive side at least, um, and he has the respect of every person there. He he's an out of this world talent. Um, I a think free competitor that that earns respect. I, I, quicker. I, I have no he's, doubt. He's definitely I, I the defensive I agree defensive captain stud, going into guy. this next season. There's okay. no doubt See, about that's it. That's getting somewhere. That's what I think. He, what's that? I think he's the defensive captain, the one they all look to going into the next season. Without a doubt, he is. Without a doubt, he is. He took that uh, whole team over. I guess over. some of it depends on what happens this summer, too. I mean, th- through the offseason. I want him to be. He, he, he showed up. But he's he been got the paid, facility for one He got year. paid, and he played. Yeah, I mean, no he, doubt. He, he was a star. He earned but you, it. I don't think you can be at a facility for one year, and then you can command but you know what the guys at training camp. In this hey. day and age, having gone to a Super Bowl, I think he can. But the other thing is, Kevin, you and I watched us – pay top dollar for the shiniest coin uh, laying around in the parking lot, which was Albert Hainsworth, uh, and we got excited about it, and we all know how that went. Now, Josh Norman wasn't available the same way that Hainsworth was. He came came available late, but he's the shiniest coin by far to, to have signed, and we paid up for, for, the, for what he was worth, and, and he, he, he was worth every penny and more. May I just say to Kev, I understand what you're saying about not being in the facility for more than one year, and I agree with that. I think his freakishness comes from his on-the-field, on-practice mentality. He's a lunatic maniac. He will fight you for not going full tilt. He practices full tilt. I think that type of leadership, you know, the, the, the lead by example, by being a freak competitor, crazy person, elevates that defense because, you know, he's punched Cam Newton in the face. You know, he's, he's fought receivers. He fought Steve Smith. He, he, he just doesn't accept anything but 150 billion percent, and that's what he gives every time. I think that will get him into the, the driver's seat as opposed to just being here for one year. I think that makes up for that. So I hear what you're saying definitely, but I believe in this guy's competitive nature to the, the, the biggest he's degree dominant. we've ever had for a free agent. I mean, he's that guy. He's that dude. Like, I, I think if Deshaun Jackson played for the Packers, Rodgers would say, "You're coming to voluntary camps," and he'd be there. That no way. We don't have a guy. No way. I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think no Deshaun Jackson is not Deshaun that guy. Jackson. I think that's why he does not play for organizations I, like the, the way, Packers. I don't think he has to be there. That's called voluntary for a reason. I don't want to change the conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah. I mean, again, I just think you need to put in two or three years of consistent hard work and success to, to be like, I can control 90 guys in training camp. Yeah, but, they're all over the place. Yeah, but so, Kevin, all I'm saying yeah. is we have seen this play out. We, we've seen us sign the, the, the free agent to, to a ton of money, and it, it's not only that it's failed over the course of the contracts that we've signed. Our, our examples failed out of the gate. You know, Archuleta, Hainsworth, you know, just to start there. Um, Double field, right? Yeah, I think losing Chris Baker will be one of the bigger hard things that will crush this locker. I don't understand why we wouldn't have him back. I just don't understand why that's – I don't understand He's the most loved player in the locker room. He's got that personality, the the lovable – I don't understand why this is an issue. I don't understand why we're questioning his abilities. I don't. I don't understand the Chris Baker thing. It's something I can't wrap my brain like around. When the Nats traded Michael Morris, which was fine, that crushed that locker room because he was that Chris Baker for that team. Yeah, I mean, it's a some great point question time, to ask Bruce. It's not, a, not that he would really answer it, but it, it does come down to how much money do you want to 
place value wise, salary cap wise, on that aspect of it. I we got I, no other. Guys I'm a Chris Baker guy. We're a Chris Baker guy. Well, I, I think Stephen pay another year. No, I, I mean I think you know they're looking to go after the Benny Logan. The, like they're looking to go after you know your boy Brandon. They're looking to go out, go after a stud guy, and they'd be willing to spend up to get that guy in. If the and if they if that cost them Chris Baker, I think they're making that yeah, but trade. We got to go up against Dallas. They are right now who we're shooting for. That offensive line is beastly dominant. We can't come limping in with you know a patchwork D line anymore. If we want to compete with the top of our division and win our division, which gets us to where we want to be, we need more than just one big name and a couple draft picks Without and a, a couple Kendall Reyes's. We need Chris Baker back. We need a captain of the D-line. It would drive me bonkers if we don't bring him back. He might not be the greatest leader leader, but he is the personality. He's a glue guy, and he is beloved in the locker room. He uh, is. Uh, I, I, we have to compete against the Dallas' O-line. I think the biggest part of my offseason is we have got to step up our D-line. Uh, but, you know, so if Chris Baker is worth X amount of money, let's just, just, for, just humor me on this. If Chris Baker is worth... X amount of money, but some team is willing to pay him more than that. X plus whatever. Well, plus I'll humor you with the yes, the, are, so the, the obvious nature of. The are you going to? Uh, because because we can't tag him. We can't. We're not going to go exclusive with Chris Baker. He's going to get wined and dined, and we all know what happens when you get wined and dined. Well, we know, we mostly know what happens. And, you know, the data that we have uh, suggests right. what what happens. Right. Um, if would you would you be willing to match some ridiculous offer to keep a beloved locker room guy? Because I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think it's the same decision on Pierre Garcon. I would be willing to overpay a little bit for Pierre. I'm not sure if I'm overpaying for Baker uh, because I because I, I think you have to make choices. I I, I love Chris Baker. I'm gonna I'm going to pay the premium for Pierre. I I heard McLovin. By the way, you get R.C. Thielman after you get wine and dine. I love the fact he's talking about how we all know what whining and dining does, and it's Valentine's Day, and none of us went out with our, our wives, so yes, just keep going. And Ewald came. I, I did tweet R.C. Thielman earlier. <laughs> um, you just, I, I have no idea. Chris Baker? Uh, yeah. yeah. You got me thinking weird thoughts about Chris Baker all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and like some GM from Carolina. Like yeah. this is disgusting. Yeah. Well, so he's he's going to, he's go, I, I believe someone's going to pay him a good a good chunk of change and we're going to have a decision to make. Uh, and I, I, I he's just. He's ours. You're the biggest believer in taking care of ours. You I said know. this off season should be spent yeah. on taking care of our own. Chris Baker is the biggest personality, the most lovable and the best and performer. Pro- and productive. Yeah. Right. Like, I see he's no one's going to convince He's played tackle, he's played end, he's played everything. If you had to choose between Garcon and Baker, who would you pick? I'm Baker. taking Baker. Linemen you don't mess with. You, you always go line. I'm, I'm going Garcon. Then, uh, all, then all of a sudden we have yeah. like I a know. whole new... Wait. Who's going to be the glue guy in the defensive, in the defensive line meetings? Who's going to be the, the, the captain? Like, uh, yeah. Garcon. Man. No, I, I'm, I... I to I really me, like Pierre, but I think what he does in this offense, uh, this is I, I'm I'm okay if I'm if I'm dead wrong on this. Does um, he have nude photos of you? He might have nude photos of me. I think he is a. Uh, I, I just think he's a key cog. Uh, the way that he runs his patterns, the confidence that Kirk has in him on in, in on situational um, plays, they they connect. Um, our, what the Redskins did, the Redskins had the longest sustained drives of any team in the league for, for a long time this season. They, hey, you move the ball. I have 11 like receivers Carson. are replaceable. Running backs and receivers are replaceable, unless you're like a freak like AJ Green or something. Garcon makes every other receiver 10, 10 or 12 catches better, in my opinion. So. You're, you say goodbye to Jackson. You do bring someone else in. You hope Doxson pans out. You probably draft somebody. Um, to me, Garcon makes those other receivers 12-plus catches better. He's a guy I, I would invest in. Yes. And he's a cool I, guy, too. I would too. invest in Garcon. What's his age? The question was... 30. 31. Baker or yeah. Garcon was the that's, question. That's right. That's right. And I, and I, You're I'm, just arguing for why Garcon's good. Yeah. I mean... But I'm going Garcon. I'm, I think uh, Baker's got four more better years of overall production in front of him. I respect that. I respect that. I, I think well, Garcon's played in the air, not the lines, right? So 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm investing in the passing game. I think it's money to me. It's money well spent. I do think Garcon's a productive receiver for us. I don't think he's going to have to be our number one guy. And I think as a result of that, um, he's going to continue to excel in, in on third and four, uh, second and six. You know, I, he's he's. He's going to throw the shoulder. No, uh, I like Pierre, man. I know. I'm selling him. I'm selling no him. Defensive I like problems. Let's, let, I we have like no defensive Pierre, problem. Yeah. Let's keep him on. I know. Hey, listen. I, I love Chris Baker. I, I, you're, I, I, I think these conversations, everyone who engages in these kinds of debates should be put on the spot. I don't mind having to choose between Garcon and Baker. I'm, I'm going to take Garcon. Um, T, and you're swaggy. You're taking Garcon over Swag? No, he's taking Baker. No, 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 no. I, I, I said Baker, but I just felt like right. he was going on and on about well, McNamara. That's why Garcon's good. We all know about McNamara's football team, so I think this this points to They're it. They're great. <laughs> They're awesome. They look great in Redskins colors. They don't. Maroon and gold. They don't have a six-two, three hundred fifty pound wideout. Is what you're saying? What what we have what we have accomplished here tonight, gentlemen, is yes. the fact again that no news is bad news when it comes to. No, Redskins I don't agree with that. No, we have established in the that, off that has not been established at all. It is. There's no. The, the, you can't. Even, no news is bad news in no, terms of. You said the same thing about the D coordinator. You said the same thing about everything to do with the Redskins. I'm just saying in terms of the fever pitch that this drama and this offseason. I, I don't bringing. feel any drama. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing the Twitter thing. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think there's any drama. I think there's people. I didn't say you did. I, I know, said, but I don't. I don't believe in it. I just. This think is about offseason on the break. Right. That's all the talk that is right now. Is All that that's being written pitch? about. It's great because for. You know, you know I'm not saying you're, 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 you're not paying attention to it, and that's fine. I'm not no, paying I'm attention to it. No, I'm saying what doesn't sell papers, what doesn't give clicks, what doesn't get viewership is no drama in the offseason when nothing's happening. So I think some of this drama has been created, is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's but why it, it's I don't bad. think it exists. I think no news is bad news because it creates all this. Somebody, they need, they need stuff to talk How about. about the person last creating year, it. Let's last year at this time, there was a lot of good news coming out of Redskins Park. We knew that Kirk Cousins was going to be here at least one more year, right? I mean, there, there, was, there was not a lot of stuff to drum up. It not was yet. All happening. Not yet at this time. It was we all hadn't, happening. We hadn't franchised him yet at this time. This is how early well, it no, is. No, but we knew that the, the franchise was there and that he was going to – we knew he was likely going to be ours for at least a year. Let's, let's let the offseason unfold. Bad news, good news, no news, boners. It's all the same. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's Valentine's Day. I have a great question yes, for you. Would you give up sex for the rest of the year if you'd locked up Kurt Cousins? No. No. And man, Pierre kinda... Garçon no. and Deshaun Jackson? No. No. I, I, listen, I'm going to make a guarantee. What's happened? <laughs> happened? Yeah. Why am I he giving up he sex for a year? For, not a lot back for a little while. He's on, a, he, he's on suspension. <laughs> no, the answer is definitely a no. Sorry, hey, you know what, Kirk? Best of luck, buddy. Hey, you all, hey, you, you all yourself can still hey, do your thing. Step into my office. <laughs> you all just traded his boner to San Fran for a sandwich. Yeah. You and yourself still count, Ken. All right, I, just, just I'm in timeout. Yeah, I mean, I wish those guys nothing but the best of luck in their in their career as uh, they move on from I'm, Washington D.C. I apologize DC. to all my family listening. I, he's a, he's a really great guy. <laughs> I'll tell you who's, who's also a really great guy. It's that guy sitting across from me named Tim Strecken. Thanks, buddy. Another great guy named Kevin Ricca. Happy Valentine's Day. And ladies. Kevin Ewald. I know I should have gone with two weeks. <laughs> I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible.